Words appear. The Meet Me series. More words appear. Brought to you by Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway? Welcome, everybody, to Meet My Blind Life here on Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway? The show where you get to hear about everyday people talking about everyday lives with blindness. I am your host, Victor Gouveia. And remember, if you like what you hear, hit that like button. Show that you like what we put out and uh, enjoy the stories you hear. I'm sure the interviewees would love some feedback on their lives. The show is made to help you learn to deal with your blindness if you're just being newly blind or maybe you're at a crossroads in your life where you're not sure about life as a blind person. You can hear some of these stories and maybe take inspiration and possibly get some idea of how to handle things. As always, we are always here to listen to stories of all kinds. So if you have a story that you want to talk to me about, feel free to send me an email. Meet me on blindlife at gmail.com. Again, that's meet me on blindlife at gmail.com. Our guest this week is someone that I've known for well over 15 years. Uh, we first met on a, a list that, uh, an email list called Blind Like Me. And um, we sort of branched out to other lists together. Uh, sharing lists, uh, file sharing lists, uh, book sharing lists. Uh, a whole host of things. But it's easy to say that this woman has been in my life this whole time. Uh, her name is Pamela Hill. She lives out in Orange County in California. And um, like her, she's been blind a little longer than I have. She lost her blindness in, I believe it was 99 or 2000, whereas I lost my blindness in 2002. But uh, she didn't let her blindness get her down. If anything, it made her a stronger woman. I simply didn't realize how inspirational she was until I heard her whole story. And I hope you find what she says just as inspirational. And uh, I sincerely hope you get to hear other things from her, if at all, in any of other, our other shows. So, please help me welcome Pamela Hill. To meet my blind life. Because he's getting on my nerves. I can imagine. Yeah, he's telling me stuff that every time I say something, he's saying something. So It's interesting that you call him a him. You have Alex on? I have Alex on, yes. I do not use a female voice on my phone. Nowhere on my phone is there a female voice. 
You know, that's interesting. There was an article circulating why people prefer female voices. <laughs> I, 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 even when I was driving, all my cars had male voice, male names. I did not like. It, for me, it's easier to understand the male voices. I use the Alex voice. Siri's voice is the in um, my voiceover voice is. Oh, he sounds like he's from. He sounds like exactly from the ghetto, but he's not. <laughs> Yeah, that's what he sounds like. But uh, Alex is the male voice, and the female—I don't use a female voice on my phone. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I haven't in years. Mm-mm. Really? Uh huh. Is that because you have a, a hearing problem or something? No, no. I never have had, never have had a hearing problem. I just prefer the the tone of the male's voice. Ah, so yeah. it turns you on. Please, no. No, I mean it turns you on it, 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 more than the female one. Yeah, it, it just it, the tone is is a better match for me than the female. Samantha, yeah. and all the female voices, my all of them get on my last nerve. Some of them it's, sound like they're crying. Some of them just sounds. Uh, when it was just Samantha, it, oh my God, I hated that voice. And then when I switched it to the male, I was my my deceased husband used to Ken used to laugh. He said, "You feel better now?" Yeah, thank you. Oh my god. <laughs> you nuts. know, it's inter- it's interesting. You said it sounds like like the ghetto. Yeah, uh, that's like what it sounds like. I don't know what what it it sounds human. Like uh-huh. to use the uh, um, it, it sounds like almost like a black man, it, but it's not. I don't, I don't know if that's what they use, but that's what it sounds like. Um, certain way he says certain words, his in- intonation at some point when he's doing like when I tell him this, when he when he's doing a text, uh-huh. and I'll go, um, he'll go. Do you want me to uh, send it? Right, and I'll say yes, and he'll say done. <laughs> You know, it's interesting. I, I I keep imagining a black iPhone, and 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 I'm thinking, you tell, hey Siri, what's the weather outside? And then you get a response. Well, look outside, dummy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it, it's freaking raining. Don't you hear it? <laughs> oh, it's amazing. And that would be some of my responses. But hey, I'm just this me. Um. Exactly, exactly. When people ask the phone dumb questions, or even when they ask their A devices dumb questions and expect the A devices to answer the questions, uh-huh, uh-huh. it's like, really? I mean, my A device actually does my, when I tell it to check my, give me a weather report, he'll do the traffic too. Right. And, and it's like, I don't give a damn about the traffic. But it's <laughs> nice to know that the 118, the traffic is sluggish and slow today. <laughs> so it's nice to know. <laughs> Depending on where you're gonna walk. <laughs> yeah, even all my. You, I just realized all my A devices are all male devices. I have male voices except Google. Really? Yeah, I have Ziggy on all my male de- on all my A devices. Ziggy? Yeah, Ziggy is a male's voice. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, you can ask. You can ask the A device to switch to Ziggy to change voices. I didn't and, even know Ziggy existed. Yeah, I changed mine a long time ago. Over two years now, they've been on Ziggy. I can't stand that female voice. Even she was driving me nuts. 
And it may be just the tone that drives me nuts because I, I mean, that I don't like the tone of the female voice that I don't sure. like. Sure. Yeah. Um, it may be just that. I'm so used to it. Just, it just, it just. I don't know what it is, but that's what I use. And um, um, all my all my devices have a male voice, but all of them have different names. Amazon, Alex. I mean, this year I have Alexa, and here it's Ziggy. Right, right. And in the office is Ziggy, but in the, uh, you can ask it to switch to male voices. From yes, and but yes. it but you the name the the name one of the name but names that they have now is Ziggy, Computer Alex and Amazon. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. This is all new. You know, I was talking to I was interviewing somebody else earlier today. And he was, what he was saying was just completely going over my head. That, Some oh, of the okay. things he was saying. And I thought, wow, Victor really needs to update his skills. <laughs> well, sometimes, you know, when I lost my sight 20, it's been 22 years now. 2022 was 20 years, I think. I think. I lost it in 2000. I'm thinking. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's yeah, 22, 22 years. years. Yeah, 22 going on years 23. Yeah, yeah. It's June, actually Juneteenth, which is a black holiday now, a legal holiday in the United States now. Juneteenth uh-huh. um, is 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 when I the day I lost it completely. 22 wow. years ago. So, um, you know, you never expected to see an iPhone or what was an iPhone in 2000. Um, Not, there wasn't. Exactly. What was an um, what was a, a, a basically a cell phone that was accessible that was usable? No, it really wasn't using usable. Whether it was a, a flip phone or what, you know. And then um, yeah, they slowly but surely started becoming more accessible, more yes. user friendly. Mm-hmm. And then they came out with that little what was that piece of phone they had? Nokia. Um, yeah, that the piece of didn't like it. And then um. They came up with all these different phones, and uh-huh. all of a sudden, my husband was like excited when the first four, the iPhone four came out, uh-huh. and and I was like, no, Mm-mm. I I didn't like it because I didn't think it was accessible. I didn't think it was yes. usable. Yes. Um. So I mean, and and then when I was learning, even learning Braille, and and he kept asking me learning Braille and 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 all these. The only thing that I really have retained is the computer. Right. It's the computer and the phones, and because I use my computer every day, the mm-hmm. phone I use play with every day. Whether I use it for uh, my iPad, I use every day. Right. Um, uh, I'm, I'm actually watching a, mu- a movie on Amazon, on Apple, Apple, what well, Apple TV Plus. Right. Because I got it free for four, for three months. On right, please, let me get it free for three months, and then I'll cancel it. Right. Um, but you, you may know, not. I, I have to tell you, you may not want to. I don't know. There's an this. There's a lot of good things in there because I have Discovery Plus. Uh-huh. I have. I'm getting Paramount. I, I have Paramount Plus that I because I like. I love Star Trek. Right. And and um, Disney. I haven't really signed up for Disney Plus yet. I have to go in there and check it out. Even though I've downloaded the app, I have to go in there and check it out and see if, if you. If you like superhero stuff, yeah, Disney Plus is definitely the way to go. I don't know. I have to think about that because I don't know. But I do have Netflix and and 
Prime because I have Prime. I have Prime Video because I have Amazon. Right. And then um, the other one. Let's see. And so I was thinking, okay, Apple TV. Let me think about it. So I said, I wanted to watch Emancipation, uh-huh. and so. It's a good movie, so I have to go finish it. I haven't had a chance to finish it. The good thing about streaming is that I can actually stop it, leave it alone for a couple of days, and go back. Right. Because I've just been busy. But you is know, it dis- is it described? Yes, it is actually. Ah, yes, it is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. It is. Yeah. So you know, doing twenty years, twenty-two years ago, who was the who was to think that you have all these toys to play with? I mean, um, this summer yeah. I had a computer built. For just strictly for my needs, for what I use the computer for, right? And it still has all the bells and whistles, Microsoft Word. It has all, it has everything on it. But uh-huh. he put uh, he built in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven USB ports. <laughs> really? Yeah. So I have I have five USB ports in the front, six in the front. No, five in the front and two in the back. Wow. So, so that those I have for all my external hard drives. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, so, and, um, and then the two in the back is where I keep my keyboard plugged in and um, for my keyboard and something else. So, I mean, it still has all the bells and whistles that it needs on it, but it, it, I can work with Dropbox on it. I can work with all my external hard drives on it and everything sure. else on it. Sure, yeah, sure. so who was to think 22 years ago that you could do that? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's been an interesting thing to, and the guy who does it is cited, and he knows how to deal with jaws and, and work with jaws and and uh, all the bells and whistles that those of us who are blind use. Because I I refuse to learn how. To ever, all my friends keep saying, "Learn how to use MVDA." No. I say, okay. There's nothing else to say. I just say no. Why? They go, because it's a pain. Why would I do that? It was hard enough to learn Jaws. Was it really? When I lost my sight, when I first, look, when I used the computer, remember, I grew up in the 70s and 80s and 90s. I was an old woman in the 90s. I mean, I, God, I had three grown kids. Yes, you did. Ten, yes. Teenagers, okay? Uh-huh. In the 90s. So, so I grew up, I was born in 58. So for me, computers were like this thing that you saw on TV or this big old things you saw in the building someplace and they did all the computing. Who would, you know, and and, and then when we first, uh, and for work, when I was working, Mm -hmm. the computer I used for work, I just used to order supplies for the hospital I was working in and um, things like that. Right. And so here we are in 2022, we're using the computer for pretty much everything our phones are computers our ipads are computers everything is a computer. everything yeah. the stupid tv is a computer my smart yes. tv anyway yes it is yeah so um you know it's, it's like why i didn't even want to learn how to use it too and so when i lost my sight in 2000 i went i at at was really pissed off because I lost the ability to see only because I lost the ability the ability to read. Right. And and books are my second love besides besides my well, let me put it well, driving was my first sure. love. And computer sure. and my books. Yes. So losing the ability to read, 
Oh, I, my I was lost. My no. So then, well, lost was not. That's not a good word. I was pissed. Yes. So then I figured we, I started going to the library and getting books on tape, and then um, we found Braille Institute. I knew where it was at in Orange County because I lived in Orange County at that time. Mm-hmm. And so we went to uh, a friend of mine. My roommate took me to Braille Institute, and I signed up, and I discovered the Braille Library. God help them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because I discovered the Braille Library. Yes. And um, <laughs> and then the Braille. Um, only thing at, at that time it was cassettes. Ugh, yes. Cassettes. yes. And so I would I would go in there and get 10, 15 books out and probably read 10, 10 books a week. And um, then slowly but surely started taking classes and took classes and started getting more. And then went to the, the Davidson program, which is up in LA, Los Angeles is where I live. Mm-hmm. Went to the Davidson program for six months and learned how to read Braille and to use the computer, to really use the computer. And I could already type, so to basically use the computer with JAWS, learning how to use JAWS and um, O&M skills. And because my, my goal and because my goal at that point was also to get a guide dog. Yes. So I got my first guide dog in 2003. Right, right. When did I get that little husband thing? 2003, yeah. So, so those were my goals when I went to the Davidson program, O&M. Computers and Braille. The rest of the, the please, cooking classes? Nah. ILS classes? That was a stupid class. <laughs> Only because I've been cooking since I could stand in front of a stove. And the instructor told me, you need to learn how to cook as a blind person. And I said, then you need to learn how to teach a blind person because you don't know how to teach a blind person how to cook. You told her that, did you? Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. So she didn't, she, it, she taught, she didn't, she actually didn't, and Ken, even Ken, the director of the program, said that she did not know how to cook, teach a blind person how to cook. She could teach visually impaired pe- people that are partial how to cook, uh-huh. but she could not teach somebody who was totally blind how to cook. Ah. Because um, teaching somebody totally blind, you're going to teach them how... I mean, you don't teach somebody totally blind to cut up lettuce with a knife. You, 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 number one, you, you never cut up lettuce with a knife, even though you can see it. You, you just don't. And then, because it turns it brown. And right. <laughs> so you don't. And but she was, do- and so when I went to cook, I told her, I'll cook a meal, prove the point. So when I went to go cook the meal, well, she had already cooked all the meat and she had already cooked the tortilla. So I'm, then she said, well, you clean up the kitchen. I said, well, you made the mess, you cleaned up the kitchen. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope, it wasn't happening. So then now they you, said, okay. "Go ahead." S- sorry, uh, you said, <clears throat> "Excuse me." You said something about uh, earlier about being angry. Mm-hmm. And how much of that anger was directed inward towards yourself? Not much. Because it wasn't my fault that I have uh, was born with a very rare eye disorder. That yes. wasn't my fault. So they didn't find it until I went to the ophthalmologist, sheesh, God, probably 15 years ago. Yes. 15, yes. 20 years ago and got a diagnosis and he told me exactly what was wrong, that I have a very rare auto-optic immune deficiency where my immune system literally attacks my optic nerve. 
attacks yeah. my uh, nerves. It attacks my nerves actually. So right. right. Um, not much of it was that at all because it wasn't my fault. But right. I had it wasn't my fault. Did I get? I got angry more with myself when I could not when I had a hard time uh, learning new stuff. Not like, yeah, like Braille and the computer. It was funny. Not it wasn't even the O and M. The O and M was easy because I've been driving all my adult life. I started yes. driving when I was fifteen. So directions, the directions and all that was easy. The cane was stupid, and I still think a cane is stupid. Okay. But it, I, I don't like the cane. It, it, I think it's. A, I call it a stick. Damn stick. Right. Um, because I found every crack in the sidewalk, so I was very excited yeah. when I got that first guide dog. Woohoo! No cracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. I felt it. I felt it too. I, I just don't like those canes. I'll use it, and I, I. There are times when I leave my dog at home and leave him on a tight on a bias crate and use the cane just to keep my cane skills up, but. Mm. Or I take it out to get the mail because the manager where I, the mobile home park that I live in is stupid, which won't cut this this grassy part away from my bricks, so I trip over it. Right. So I just use the cane to go around it. Otherwise, um, to the mail. Otherwise, I don't need the cane around the house. I don't use it to go outside or anything like that. I just use it here to go to the mailbox. But... Um, I do use my cane. There's times when I leave the dog at home that mm -hmm. and that's that, that I will use it, but most of the time I use the dog. Yes. And so, um, so the dog freed you in a sense. Oh God, he gave me the, all the, every dog I've had has given me the freedom to to move about without worrying about cracks in the sidewalk and yes. those kinds of things. Okay. Yes. Um, whether unless it was big cracks and you ain't got no choice but to chip, you chip over it. And it, most of the dogs look at those kinds of cracks as stairs, so they'll stop. You pray that they do anyway. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, you gotta pray your dog is smart enough to know that he needs to stop. <laughs> well, mine, it, he's seven now. I've had him five years, and he's gotten to the point where he knows. Um, it, he wears a prong collar and the prong collar is people think it hurts their neck and doesn't really hurt their neck it just gets their attention yes but it's he it he knows when that, that collar goes on it's time to work yes okay because my dog thinks he's a dea agent and he has to sniff out every piece of grass and dirt and stuff that he sees on the ground <laughs> yes <laughs> okay yes. so um i put we use that collar so now he he does not when that collar's on his whole demeanor. It's okay, it's work time. Okay. Yeah, and when it's off, okay, it's play time. He knows he's a he's a pup. Now, was that something he learned at the school? No, 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 no. The school. This was something uh, you taught him. A friend of mine, um, who's a puppy raiser, designed it to make it look like a martingale collar. Right. And so. Um, the, it, it gives him, it teaches him that this is time to work, and then I give him a treat so he doesn't think, oh, God, this is torture. Right. He's still Franklin. He still does what he wants to do, because he, he he doesn't run me into stuff, but what he does is he, he will, um, like, he'll make a stupid decision, like, instead of taking me a, to the right around the pole, he'll take 
to take me to the right around the pole, and then I run into the pole, he doesn't. Yes. Okay, then he gets a correction. Right. Yeah, stuff like that. I've, and, uh, for some reason, I've never had patience with that. <laughs> never. I have less patience than my dog. <laughs> you know? It's not easy. I've learned with this dog because before, um, I, I'm going to write an article about this and put it in, in the uh, Golden State, or in here in California, our Golden State Guide Dog Handlers Inc. newsletter. Right. Because I'm going to write a letter based on a news article based on when I had the first four dogs, my husband was still alive. Right. Okay. When I got Franklin in on September 5th, which is my son's birthday, my youngest child's birthday in 2017, mm-hmm. Ken was still alive. So I worked Franklin from 2017 and Ken died on May, May 9th, 2018. Uh-huh. So he never saw, he never got to see what kind of dog my dog turned into and what kind right. of handler I have turned into. And I've learned a lot of patience with this dog. I actually have more patience with the dog than my in-home support person who is an ex-puppy raiser. And, <laughs> and she gets, she's like, oh, he's good. He should go stop. And like, what? And he didn't stop work. He didn't stop work. Curve. So I, I'll give him a slight correction, back him up. And because he was getting blow the curve, right? And I said you should have let him. I said let me. I said you should have let him blow it because then if I fall and then that would have gotten his attention quicker than me giving him correction, right? But uh, she, I have more patience now than she does. It's funny. Wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that is amazing. But I had I- no choice. I had to learn patience with this with this dog because. I don't have Ken here to be the buffer. Yes. Yes. Between me and the dog. Because Ken yes. was more of a I'm more of a taskmaster than he was with dogs. You women usually are, yes. Yeah, he had fifteen dogs and he was a wuss. Was he? Yeah, I used to tell him you, you know they look you know that old cartoon where this big old sucker would pop up and it have the word sucker across it? Yeah, uh huh. That's how the dogs look they can. (laughs) I never had it quite put that way. (laughs) Uh They look at Ken like, sucker, we can get away with murder with you. They look at me and go, okay, let's let's get on our beds and let her her think we all been on our beds and we haven't moved, okay? Yeah, really? Like, I haven't heard you running. That's why they all had bells on in different tones. So, like, I didn't know that this one was off their beds and this one wasn't, please. Uh huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) So it was um, having two dogs in the house at that point was funny because Ken was the sucker. They got away with murder with him. Did they really? Yeah, he let him. He was a very, Ken was a very good traveler and a very good guide dog user. He just was a sucker. He let, they, they, they could get away with murder. Because he was, it's, he, it's, he was a, a dog lover. Yes, he was. Yeah. And I have always I've loved dogs, but I've never let, even as a sighted person, never let my dogs get away with murder. Right. Like people have always asked me, didn't you let your dog sleep with you when you were a kid? God, no. Uh-uh. I only had a twin-sized bed. Why would I let the dog sleep with my bed? Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. So I've never been um, much of a, a softy where dogs are concerned. I love them to death. 
Sure. But I've never been um, the easy one. Ken said that. And, then I, and he, he was right. I've never was the easy one. He was. Right. Now, let me, let me go ahead. Ask, let me ask you something. How easy or hard was it for you to adjust from being able to see one minute and then losing it? Well, I didn't lose it. Okay, I lost my... I started losing it. Five or six days before I actually lost it. Right. So I drove home from work. Mm-hmm. And it, my vision felt different. Looked different. Felt different. Right. Parked the car. Got up the next morning and ran into a wall. I could walk through that bedroom and not hit anything in my sleep. And hit a wall. It's like, really? And my eyes were open. Okay. Sure. Really? So, went to the bathroom, got up, went and did my laundry. And, again, my vision looked different. Got across the street, did my laundry, drove that car, and never drove it again. Decided at that point to go to the emergency room. My friend took me out to the emergency room. They said, you're going blind. I said, well, no shit, Sherlock, I can tell. Yeah, yeah. And um, they couldn't figure out why. Uh Uh-huh. What was going on it was they took me off an eye drop that i was taking they could not figure out why and um within 16 17 18 19 and within um, probably about five days it was gone so and i had already lost the sight in the right eye in 1992 right so i was already blind in one eye sure so when i lost the left eye I, that was it, totally blind. And so I, how, how did I, how angry was, I was not, I was angry, but I wasn't angry. I don't know how to explain it. I wasn't angry because I went blind. I was angry because nobody could figure out why I went blind. I see. Okay. I wasn't angry because I had had a dream when I was 10 or 11 that I was going to lose all of my vision. I never knew when. I just knew that I would lose all of my vision. Right. So when I lost all of it, um, it, it was, I was 42 when it happened. Mm-hmm. And um, I wasn't pissed off because I had lost it. I was pissed off because nobody could figure out why I lost it. Even my roommate was amazed, amazed that I really wasn't pissed. She said, you're really not pissed off. I said, no. She said, you know, I'd rather be dead than blind. I said, you're stupid. And she asked me why. Why would you tell me I'm stupid? I said, because if even if I can't see, I can still walk, move, talk, aggravate people, do what the hell I want, but I can't sure. see. Yeah, exactly. I said, but if I was dead, then I can't aggravate, walk, talk, and do anything else if I'm dead. Right, right. And she got real quiet. She never, she finally got it after a while, but she took her a while. She had to really think about that. No, I can imagine. When, sure. Dead is dead. Dead is, when you're dead, you're, that's it. You're dead. So what, what, um, what good does, does, would that have done me to be dead? Yes. So, yeah. um, it's like when people say, I'd rather be in a wheelchair than blind. Or I'd rather be deaf than blind. I'd rather be this than blind. I'm like, I, you know, you, you accept your circumstances of what life throws you away and you go about your business. Yeah, exactly. You do what, 
you do, you do what you need to do. Right. My brother said the same thing to me, and I honestly didn't know what to tell him because there were days that I felt like killing myself when I first went blind. I can understand that, especially with men. If you want to know the truth, women are more resilient. And I wonder if it's because we bear children, we carry children, uh, we go through childbirth. I wonder if well, women... Well, no, it's because you've had to raise children. That could be it. I mean, we tend to be a little bit because more... Because you've had to... Yeah, well, you've had to think differently with because you've raised well, Our brains children. work differently, too. Yeah, exactly. You become I mean, problem we, solvers. You become we, exactly, yeah. Yes, yeah. Uh, whereas men are concentrated on their careers, on their life, uh, taking and, care of their families, and then they right. lose the ability to do that. And what do they do at that point? How do you go about taking care of your family? How do you right. go about taking care of those children that your wife is helping raise, and those kinds of things? How do you exactly. how do you do that? And it's different for women. For, we don't think that way. Women tend to think um, now. When I lost it, it was more okay. Now, how do I go and do what I want to do? How do I go and find a book? How do I go and take it? So now it's time for solutions. Now let's let's take care of the social security. Let's take get this all done um, mm -hmm. within within a month. I was already applied. Had already applied for my social security. Got my state disability going apply for my federal disability working on within within two or three weeks that was already taken care of right so you know women are more problem solvers we tend to, to look at a problem and go okay so how do we since we can't fix it this way let's take it this way right and and i and, and i tend to be more that way anyway because that's just my personality uh -huh, um, uh -huh. um is to be more of of um, even at home by myself now, living by myself, um, it was funny. My washing machine was doing something stupid. My mother said, "Okay, I'm afraid for your washing machine, so it doesn't break." <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm afraid for your washing machine, so it doesn't break down on you. And she lives about a hundred some miles from me. I said, "Mom, yeah, I'm praying for your washing machine." Okay, you do what you need to do, and, and it stopped. It, it stopped doing whatever it was doing, stupid. But it was like. <laughs> She's. I told you I was gonna pray for your washing machine. Okay, but it, it's like coming up with solutions here on getting things fixed that I need to get fixed. Do I? Um, wondering how. Okay, um, I pay my mortgage. It comes. Ken, we had it worked out where I pay the mortgage, uh -huh. and Ken paid the land rent. So now I pay both. So I figure out. Okay, I may pay my land rent a little late, but it gets paid. Right. Okay, and the mortgage comes directly out of my checking account, so I don't even worry about that. It it just comes directly out. And then my my in home support aid and I were looking at the mail, and when we bought this house, we put we put, were paying sixty, and I only owe twenty on it. So I don't. She said, "Oh, you only owe twenty thousand on the house." I said, oh, "Okay, whatever. We'll just yeah. pay it when. Let me know when it's at zero, <laughs> 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 and then it's paid off." But sure. it's, 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 it's more did, do I, did I get angry? Yeah, I got angry But I got angry at the circumstances Right Because And I have a very strong belief in God And faith Yeah 
And so when I, when people ask me um, uh, about my faith, I said, I, number one, I grew up Pentecostal. I grew up in church. And so do I go to church now? God, no, no, please. Mm -mm. But my faith in, in my faith in God is very strong because so, so I, that, and that helped me get through a lot of circumstances. Um, right. And, um, dealing with the anger because i wasn't angry at myself i just angry at the circumstances sure and figuring out how to do the next take the next step i couldn't get books this way so let's do it this way yes i couldn't um i told my friend okay let's let's go over to braille institute she said where is it and i told her how to get over there she said you're blind and you're telling giving me directions i said uh-huh yes yeah, because uh -huh. I lived in Orange County 30 years before I went blind, so I knew the county. Yes, yeah. So it, yeah. So let's go take care of that and see what I need to do from that direction. So it it was learning how to deal, and I don't like when people say, "Well, deal with it," because that's being very facetious to me. Are very condescending when people say, "Well, you just deal with it." No, you don't just deal with it. You learn how to handle it. You know, you learn how to work with it. Yes. Because de just deal with it to me sounds very condescending. I want to slap people when they say that to me. But you just deal with it. No, 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 no. You learn how to handle it. You learn how to live with it. You learn how to work with it. Yes. And that's how I look at it. And to me, blindness is just... I don't know. I could still listen to my TV. As a matter of fact, all three of them are on right now. No, two of them are on right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I could still listen. You to got the better TV. ears than me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then and sometimes I'll have. I I love the Investigate Discovery Channel. So I'm listening to people get cut up and bang bang chewed up. And my uh -huh. mother said, "How do you watch that stuff?" I said, "I'm easy. It's my favorite show." And it's like, uh, or, or, or when when people are out and they go, well, this man, this, I almost got killed. I said, you should have had your ass at home. <laughs> and 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 you know, I'm I fuss with my television, so I, I, I still watch my television. I grew up with TV. I I still listen. I have I haven't listened to my book today because I've been busy today. But uh, I haven't had a chance to listen to him. Well, I did early this morning, but not yet this afternoon. I was on the computer before I called you and um, getting my email cleared out. But so, but it's, it's, um, I don't know, Victor. It's not, it's not being angry sometimes. It's, it's, it's more destructive than not. I have to tell you, it sounds like you do know. You know exactly what you want, what you need. Well, yeah, I have to. I mean, um, I guess it's bad and yeah, well, yeah, because everybody keeps asking me, do you want to date again? Well, eventually, but Lord have me, Jesus, another one. <laughs> yeah, you're better <laughs> off with automation. I know. Yeah, well, I know. I've, I've had two. I had a, 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 my first husband was very abusive. The second one was a sweetheart, and now so what? What the next one could be somebody in between? I don't know. Uh uh. If so you find it, you find it. If not, yes, yes. I don't. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not actively looking. 
I didn't actively look for the second one. He just fell in my lap. Pamela, exactly I have to the... tell you, I am uh -huh. so in love with you and your story. <laughs> your wife may not like that. Oh, no, she won't. <laughs> she won't. She'll agree. She'll agree okay. with me and she'll say, take them, Pamela. Take them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, tell her no because that has to come long distance. You're in Canada. I'm way down here in California. That's a long distance stamp. Lots of takes a while to get well, you here. Yeah, plus I, I want to make sure Trump is dead before I go down there. God, I want to make sure he's dead and I live here. <laughs> uh -huh. Can't stand that bastard. Oh, God. No, sweetheart, you are an amazing woman and I, I fear the world should you ever become in charge. We wouldn't have all the bullshit. <laughs> we wouldn't have any Trumps, that's for sure. <laughs> no, we wouldn't, no. All I have to say, I keep telling people, this is what I tell people. I'm going to drop my dog off at my, give my dog to my, one of my good friends, let her have Franklin, and then I'm going to go all the way to Mar-a-Lago, and I'm going to knock on the front door. And I'm going to tell Secret Service, just let me punch him one time in the face. <laughs> then you can put me in jail. Jail, no, you can die once you punch him. <laughs> somebody needs to know, somebody needs to tell him, you're stupid, you lost the election, You, I'm sorry, and, and running for re-election, re you'll never get near the White House again, we will never let you near the White House again. Well, never. Yeah, you're right, the Republicans are saying they don't want him back. They don't want him back. Who wants that man near the White House again? Nobody wants that man near the White House again. Uh-uh. <laughs> we haven't. No, 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 no. And every uh, every person he put up um, in this, this, mid, this midterm we just had, everybody right. that he supported lost. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they did. They did so. Mm -mm, mm -mm. I thought I'm very much. You know, I just, I just want him gone. And he, and and so now we have to deal with the Republicans in the House of Representatives for two years, and we'll get rid of them too, because the Democrats and the young, and it's the young kids, the young ones that are voted, they are really starting to vote, and and and. And, and stuff, so we get rid of them, we get rid of, clear out the House of Representatives, get all the stupid Republicans out of there, we'll be fine. Yes. United States always, United States, it's funny, the United States and Canada always manages to fall or stay on their feet, if you notice that. Always manages to stay on their feet. One way or another, we fix ourselves. Yes, we do. And, it takes, and it takes a it year takes, or two, but yes, eventually it does. it does fix itself. Yes, we've yeah, managed to fix ourselves. And and we yes. managed to stay on our feet. United States is the youngest country. If you want is to take it? from Britain. Yeah, we're only 200 and almost th not even 300 years old yet. We didn't become huh. a nation until... Uh, Seventeen seventy six, yeah, seventeen seventy six. Yeah. So we're not, we're not even three hundred years old, over three hundred years old yet. So we're one of the youngest countries, and so wow. But we're one, but we're one of the strongest countries. Yes. And when yeah. people ask me, well, would you move to Canada if Trump gets reelected? No, we got him out of office once. We'll get get him out of office again. 
So no, I wouldn't move to Canada. This is, this is home. California is home. People, people ask me all the time, would you move to another state? God, no. No, living in no living in California, I can understand how you would say California that. is expensive. It is an expensive state. No, no, no. It's not the expense, just the weather. Well, it's for it's about 50, sixty. It's going to be sixty some degrees today, but it's winter time. It's not quite winter time. Not for two days, but right. right now, California is the only state in this nation that, if we had to take care of ourselves, could do it. We are the fifth you largest could. economy yes. in this world. It's and we totally can take care of ourselves. Yeah. Very self-sufficient, California is. So uh, we could take care of ourselves, and we actually do take care of the federal taxes for two or three other states because they don't. Kentucky, Louisiana, and one other they don't pay federal taxes. We do for so we, them. Yeah, we, really? California. We, it's not really for them. It's like we cover their federal taxes. We pay the New York pays New York, California, and Illinois are pay federal taxes for other states that don't pay federal taxes. Yes, right. Yeah, so it's because it's, you three are the richest states in the yeah, U.S. and and it's funny because we're the richest states, but we're also the most democratic states. That's right, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, you are, and the most progressive too. Yeah, the three most progressive states were the three that, um, but um, <laughs> the uh, we are the three. Um, because I noticed the three state, you three states did not adopt the anti-abortion stuff. We already had it. No, no, no. I mean, I mean the, no, we would have never. Oh, God, no. Oh, no, no, no. We actually had on our last election, the mid the midterm, we had an, um, a constitu constitutional amendment on our ballot. Right. And to vote in uh, to add to our constitution the right to an abortion. Yes. So that was added to our uh, con our constitution. Illinois already had that. The governor signed that into law in their state and New York signed it into law in their state. Right. Yeah. So we uh, and then you had I mean, but it was interesting. The state of Kansas voted against to ban abortion even right. though Kansas is a very red state, so uh -huh. did Kentucky. They voted to b against banning abortion, and so did Montana. And Tennessee, too. And Tennessee. And these are all very red states. Yes. But there's a, the women told we're telling the men, stay out of our damn business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, stay out of our is business. That, yeah. Is that also the same for transgender rights? We um we just like Biden just signed, signed the law to protect uh, uh, LGBTQs. I can never get all them letters in one sentence. Right. Um, to protect all their rights where marriage is concerned and their rights as where life is concerned. He just signed into law. It passed the Senate and the House. Oh, so it's federal now. Yes, yeah, federal. Yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. he signed it. Yeah, to make sure that if some um to to just to make sure to codify it as law, right? right. Yeah, yeah. So they're working on abortion to to get that codified into law as law, and um, because uh, you know to get that codified and signed into law, and then um, voting the voter rights. That's the last one they'll work on. So. It's safe to say that California, New York, and Illinois 
are the trendsetters. Okay. Okay. I don't know what happened, but my phone went stupid. Um, <laughs> sometimes they do that, and and I have the 14 Pro, and I love this phone. I wouldn't. Uh, mm -mm. Yeah. But, no, uh, I know. I know. I I I got the 14 Pro this year, and I couldn't. Uh -uh, I couldn't. It's an awesome I wish phone. I couldn't imagine having any other phone. Oh, it's an awesome phone. So yeah, yeah I, I love the phone, and uh, I didn't think I would because it doesn't have a home button. I didn't think I would because it's so large. I have the 14 Pro. I don't have the 14 Pro Max. My hand is not that big. No, no, it's it's because I was thinking before getting this one, I was gonna get the 13 Mini. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You know, because I don't want something so huge. Well, you know, in all actuality, it's really not. I put it in a uh, my. I have one of Ken's polo shirts just to try it out. And right. I put it, the phone in the pocket. That pocket, it fits in there fine. Yeah, no, mine does too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's like uh, if I had got it, because everybody said, "Well, why didn't you get the Pro Max?" I said, "Number one, my hands ain't that big." Right. And the phone is already heavy. I don't need a heavier phone. <laughs> yeah, for me, you know what it is for me when I'm using it with one hand, it just sits on my hand so flimsily. Oh, okay, okay. You know, and I like the sensation of being able to grab that phone and hold on to it tight so that if I bump into anything or anything bumps into me, mm -hmm. it's not going to fall. Yes, see, now I have never, in all the years I've been using a iPhone, I have never dropped it. <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, I never have dropped my phone. I have well, never, that's I had interesting. A who has lost so many phones that she needs to make? I told her you need to get make just put some money and get some. How do you say invest in Apple so they can give just give you a new phone when you lose it? Yes, because she lost yeah. so many phones. I, I said, how do you manage to lose your phone? She said, well, I just leave it sitting someplace. Oh, that's stupid. <laughs> They're not cheap. I mean, I got I'm I got uh what was it? I got I traded in my other phone. Got four hundred dollars on for that phone, mm -hmm. and then um, so they took four hundred off of this bill, which took it down to five hundred some dollars. Sure. Yeah, it's like okay, that's Jesus. But I got a good deal with AT and T, which is my phone, my phone carrier. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So um, I took it over to Apple, and I told the young ones at Apple, "Here, fix it." <laughs> and she said you, you know you could do this at home I said why I can come over here and let you guys do it Yeah 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 And they did You know I can honestly say that <clears throat> Excuse me <clears throat> Excuse me I ha I've had an iPhone Since the 3GS days Okay 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 And I have never dropped Or cracked Anything I don't know how people crack it I, I, unless they drop it. Well, here's the thing. I went from an iPhone to a Motorola because I thought it'd be cheaper. Okay. And guess what? It wasn't. That little shit cracked up so much. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, there were pieces coming off of it. It still worked. Okay. But there was pieces coming off of it. Okay, because people have asked me, why don't I go to a uh, Google phone, the, the other phone? What is right. it? Right. And I'm like, but 
Then I have to learn how to use that. No. Right. No, the first iPhone I had was five. Right. And my husband, when I learned how to use that, he said, okay, you'll never use another phone, a different type of phone. And he was right. I never did. Right, nope. right. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Once I learned how to use that five, I was it was it was all she wrote. Well, I have to admit, Samsung is starting to make their phones more like Apple when Why? it comes to TalkBack and the vo- the screen. Well, reader. people tell me that TalkBack is actually um, easier sometimes than VoiceOver. It's easier to customize. Yes. Oh, yes. okay. I have okay. to say that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, an Android phone, you can customize so much, but at the same time, there are things, I don't know, it's hard to find a phone that works well. That is, you never, it's never going to, there's never, and, and, and I'm, I'm a realist in this respect, there's never going to be a perfect system that out there, never. There's you never going to so. be the per- no. There's never going to be the perfect phone. There's never going to be the perfect microwave. Nothing, because and when it's perfect, for, especially for those of us who are blind or visually impaired, yes. we will never have to mark, dot, stick nothing on it. It will just as soon as out of the box do what we needed to do. Right. And and I've always thought that way. You know, they had the talking microwave. It was so small it couldn't. It was too small. You can barely fit a cup in it, yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So I went. We went back to a regular size microwave. I put dots on it, and it works fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so until they come out with a, a perfect um, talking, everything that it's like the Victor Stream. It's not even perfect. No, it isn't. I love the machine. It's that's probably I have three of them. Well, actually four, but I use one just to take notes with. Right. But the other, the take phone numbers and stuff like that, because it's the one where the the to charge it up is a pain in the butt. Right. So I just have extra batteries and I switch it out. Sure, sure. And so, um, but I have three that I have books on. It's the only machine that I found um, that I can use that I love, and it's not perfect. Yes. Okay, until yes. and and they are working on getting the plug like the one on the phone. Um, what is it called? The USB USB C. C. Yes. Yes. I was talking to somebody at at Humanware, and they told me that's what they're that that is the future of the Victor Stream. Yes. Okay, and that yes. would be then they wouldn't have so many go back. For, because the one, the other, my other Victor Trek, it, the speaker's out. But I'm not sending it back. Pay ninety nine dollars to ship it back, and and for them to fix and then charge me something something to fix the speaker. And and no, 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 no. I just use the headset with it. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, okay, so you're okay with headset? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. I was gonna say. I mean, who 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 has one of these? I to use earbuds. To the speaker. I use earbuds with it. And yeah, that, that's yeah. fine. And I'm not going to take send it all the way back to fix the speaker that they could charge me two hundred dollars to fix. Yeah, exactly. It's humanware. No telling what they charge. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, the only thing I'm in the in the in the in the in hunt for is a new uh, note taker. But right. ironically, the only one I like is humanware. 
Well, that I, is an I've irony. Seen, <laughs> I've seen the touch, and I love the touch. Um, I had a bro, I had an Empower. I've had the Apex, and I like the touch, but I'm not paying that much money for it. Right. It's ridiculous. What about the hymns note taker? You don't like that one? Yeah, well, I do. I do. I have to learn how to use it. See, I know how to use the human word note takers. Oh, you, adaptation See, and, is and your it, issue. Yeah, and it's not that hard to figure them out because even though it's a new machine, it's very similar to the other one where their layout is concerned, where they're built. Where, where the, how and the it's the same chords up. and stuff, yes. A exactly. The yeah. other one, Ken had the um, the the big one of the hymns note taker, and I did sell it, but he had the big one. Right. And I couldn't figure out the menu. I couldn't figure out how to work with the menu and stuff on it. So it's like, this is a pain. And so I did sell it, but it wasn't a problem. Now somebody wants to sell me one back. I'm like, no, unless it's a mini, I would buy a mini and the smaller one. But the big one is just too heavy to carry. And my shoulders and back can't handle that and my backpack and everything else anymore. I just can't handle all that weight anymore. Yes, yeah. So yeah, I love the note takers because, but they make life easier. But so does the, if you, if people... My phone, a friend of mine sent me an, a keyboard. We have the same birthday. So she sent me a keyboard for the phone, which makes life a lot easier when I need to send, read email Text. and answer email with the phone. Yeah. Yes. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Makes life a lot easier. Yeah. So am does. I angry about being blind, Victor? No. No. Am I angry because life circumstances? Sometimes do I get angry? Yes. And then I say a prayer and put it all in God's hands and keep going. Okay. That wasn't actually the question I asked you, but okay. <laughs> I got to the, I'm trying, I was trying to get the answer. Did you asked me if I was angry? No, no. Oh, that was the first question. What's the second one? <laughs> the second one was, was it easy or hard to adapt to being, to losing your sight? It was probably easy to me. It was probably someplace in between. It wasn't too hard or it wasn't too easy. Um, I think the first year was the hardest. Yes. The first year. Yeah. But you know what got me up out of in moving was 9-11. 9-11? Yeah. Because I was laying in bed listening to the radio when 9-11 happened. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was in 2002. Yes, it was. September 11, 2002. And I was going to Braille Institute. I had started going to Braille Institute and stuff. But I wasn't serious until after that date for some reason. Then I realized, you know, life is too short. You, One way or another, you got to figure out, do you, are you going to go back to school? Are you going to go back to work? Are you going to do... No, I'm not going back to school. I ain't going back to work. Knew that, knew that. So, needed to figure out what did I wanted to do from that point on. Yes. And two of the things that I do do a lot of is I do, um, I, I'm very involved with ACB and CCB, which is the California Council of Blind, as well as the American Council of the Blind. Right. And I'm very involved with the Multicultural Affairs Committee and IDC, which is the Inclusive Diversity of California. Yes. 
So I'm very involved with that. So I had to make a decision on what I wanted to do. But I think it was right after 9-11 that I really started to seriously think about what do you want to do? What do you want right. to do with, with the rest of your life? Right. Because I was 40, I think I was 40, almost 44 when 9-11 hit. Right. So it was like, um, that was, that was September 11th. So I was like, why? Uh, so I, I had to make that choice. I had to make a decision. I had to decide. These people died going to work, just going to work and doing their job. Yes. Um, and these people brought these towers down. That right. had been there since the 70s. So what do, what, do you, what are you going to do? What, what, so that's when I just went to DPI and started going to DPI and talking to the rehab. Because I went to DPI, uh, let's see. When the hell did I go? Hmm. I forgot. <laughs> 2001 was 9-11. So I went to DPI in September, May of 2002. Right. Because 9-11 was 2001. So it was 2002 when I went. Okay. Uh, so I went to DPI, the Davidson Program for Independence, and... And, and that's when I took the computer classes and the braille classes and the O&M classes and the silly cooking classes and the ILS classes and stuff like that. So it was 2000, May of 2002. I met my husband, who was the director of the program at that point. And um, uh, we moved in together in May of, two, no, was it, when was it? 2003. Some, right after I got my first guide dog, so July of 2003. Yes, and because yes. um, I got her July ninth of two thousand and three, so it 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 I went and learned all my skills and got my um skills up, sure. cooking skills, and I had I loved to cook, so cooking was not a problem, right? right. And t and I was a nurse for thirty years, so making a bed I can make it takes me only ten minutes to make my bed now. I don't need didn't need to learn how to make a bed, so those kinds of things. But yeah. It, yeah, so it, I think it was nine eleven, because I, you know, being it wasn't easy to adapt, but it wasn't it wasn't I can't explain it. It wasn't all that hard either. Right. I think because I knew I was going to go blind, and and but never knew when. So you mentally you mentally prepared for it in a sense. So in in a sense, yes, because I had already lost my right eye in 1993 behind abuse. Yes, getting punched in the right side of my head. So I knew yeah. I was already blind in that eye, and so I adapted my car. I modified my car so that so that I wouldn't have to turn my head all the way to the right to look out to the yeah to the right to look out the the, the, the rear view mirror. Uh -huh, and uh -huh. I used my other two mirrors a lot, so I yes, yeah, so I adapt, I adapted my car. Yes. Um, and the new, I had an old raggedy Pontiac, and I adapted that one. Then I bought a new uh, uh, Avalon. Uh huh. Uh huh. And adapt. Uh, we we modified the. We did the same thing with that one. Uh -huh, and uh -huh. I drove it until I lost my sight in two thousand. So. You know, I can't, I, I, I can't help but wonder if 9-11 affected me in a different way also. Because 
I 9/11 happened six months before I went blind in 2002 April. Okay, 9/11 was you know United States is one of the most powerful countries in this world. Right. And for that to happen in this country shocked the country. Yes, it did. It it, it shocked us. So we had to stop and think about our even though. We our borders are protected. Mm-hmm. Our airways were not. Yes. So um, it's it's become it's, is it a pain in the butt to fly now? God, yeah. But it's safe. I wear flip flops to the airport. People always ask me why you got flip flops on because they're gonna ask to see what's on my shoes. <laughs> so I don't put my shoes on till I get through security. Yes. And they yeah. don't make me. It, and it's funny. They say we can't let you walk across the floor barefoot. So let me keep my damn flip flops. Right. <laughs> they do that, eh? Yeah. They're not supposed to. But I always tell them I don't want to walk on this nasty floor barefooted. They say, okay. You can keep your flip flops. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. Don't want to walk across this nasty floor barefooted. Especially with the dog, and and then um, traveling with the dog is is fun because I love it when they say, "Oh, um, I they they he'll sit there and stay." Well, yeah, uh-huh. he'll sit there and stay, and he does. And then when he comes through, he beeps, and then they'll say, "Oh, we have to search him. Can you take his harness off?" No, I'm not going to take his harness off. So then they get down and they fill all of their harness, and then they lick him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Because they'll go, yeah, your dog just licked me in the face. Well, you're down on his level. What do you expect? What do you expect? Yeah. <laughs> what do you expect? You're down there with him. So, um, no, I adapted the best way I could. That's the best way to give you the answer. Right. I have adapted. I have managed. It, it surprises people to this day. And now I've been blind 22 years that I have li- that I live by myself. You don't have anybody in the house to help you. I said, "Why? Help me do what? Well, do your laundry, really? I can't separate my drawers from my shit, my pants. I I can't do that. <laughs> no, I can do my own laundry. Oh no, I can do that myself. Yes, I have somebody that comes in and cleans every two weeks. Yes, um, I can. I rack. I run the vacuum every other day. So no, I don't need anybody to come in and and." You don't have anybody in there to cook for you, really? No, uh, uh-uh. uh. But it truly—I mean, I'm talking about blind people and sighted people. I have had blind people ask me that question. Yes. How do you yes. manage to live by yourself? Well, I manage just fine. I manage just fine. Then I have my neighbors that help out on one side. They, like I'm going to my mom's house on the 26th and I'll stay the 26th, the 27th. And I already got to settle. The 28th, I'm coming home on the 29th. Right. And because um, her dogs drive me to drink. Oh, God, I can't stand her dogs. So um, <laughs> I come Can home. Can Franklin on the... stand their dog? Oh, he plays with one of them. Yeah. He oh. goes outside and plays with one of them. Um uh, her Jack, she has a Jack Russell Terrier. That was oh, no. probably about this. So <laughs> They're snobby. They, I know. I know. They, they run and they go outside, and he probably Franklin weighs about seventy-eight pounds, and the Jack 
her Jack Russell weighs probably 10 pounds. If that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And they go outside and rip and run and rip and run and stuff. So Yeah. Um, yeah. And um, her other dog is so scary that she, she won't. She'll go outside and run with them. But in the house, she won't. She won't mm-hmm. at all. No. No. Mm-hmm. Which is wow. fine. So it, it's it's. <sighs> Dealing with both the dogs is crazy. So, um, yeah. so my neighbor will keep an eye on my cat because I have a little black cat around here someplace. I don't know where she's <laughs> at right now, but um, she'll keep they'll keep an eye on her, come in and feed her, clean her litter box, and that kind of thing. And then uh-huh. um, we'll come home because I always tell my mom, "Well, why?" She said, "Well, why are you only staying a few days?" Well, mom, the cat doesn't like being by herself that long. You know, she's getting old. So uh, and I don't like leaving her by herself that that long by herself. I, I'm surprised your mama doesn't say, "Well, I'm getting old." <laughs> she already old. She's 83. She'll be 83. Her birthday's the 28th of exactly. this month. Exactly. Of this and month? I, yeah, the 28th of this month. Well, uh-huh. wish her a happy birthday for me. I sure will. She'll be 83, and she's so she got. She, I'm mad at you. I said, "Why?" She said, "Cause my gift card is only 82 dollars." I said, "You lucky. You got it." <laughs> I sent her bir- I, I mean, I got her a gift card. Got her two. One for Christmas is fifty bucks. That's her Christmas gift. The other one is eighty-three dollars. That's her birthday card because it's her gift. Because it's eight. She's eighty-three. And it goes and up she, one one dollar each year. Yeah, she every year. And I uh-huh. didn't. She, I, she says you always do that. I said, well, what do you want? I'm not going shopping. I've already been shopping. Yes. And um. I said I I like I do some of my gifts I buy I like I buy my perfume and stuff and I that will we'll go to Walmart and she said, Well you could have gone to Walmart. I said, Then I have to carry it down there. Here, go take the gift card, go to Target, have a good time. Jesus man Joseph <laughs> <laughs> Exactly what I tell her. So she's like, Okay, okay, okay. So she'll go. And I'll tell her to take my sister with her. No, she don't know how to shop. Okay. Don't don't you wish your iPhone sounded like you? <laughs> I actually did. I do. I did. I would have more fun with the stupid thing. Because <laughs> if, 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 if Siri could say, could you imagine if Siri could say, Jesus, Mary and Joseph, didn't I just look that phone number up for you? <laughs> oh, honey, I have to tell you, you are one of my most amazing <laughs> friends. I'm sorry. Oh, well, thank you, Victor. That's we've been friends a long time. We you used to, we used to get books together all the time. Yes, we did. Yes, we, we did. did. Uh huh. We did. Then uh-huh. I didn't see you for a long time. It's like where the hell is Victor? I, and I remembered. <laughs> is that what you like about reading virtually the virtuality of it all? I love reading. I've been holding. I've been reading since I was three. When my mother put my first book in my hands, when she started reading to me. And then uh-huh. um, I picked up my first book when I was four. It was called The Night Before Christmas. And she found me in the closet with a flashlight figuring out the words. Right. And I was four. I hadn't even started kindergarten yet. And she said I was figuring out the words. And, I, and then she said, okay, so she pulled me out the closet because it was actually a Christmas gift and I wasn't supposed to be in the closet reading it. So then um, she asked me to read it to her and I was reading to her and then I would ask her, what's this word? She showed me how to figure it out. She and taught I, you how. Yeah, and I fell in love with books. I had my first library card when I was six. She, we would walk to the library and I'd check out books. 
So it, I've been. So books to me is I go to a different world. Whether it's a a kids book, well now, or an adult. When I got older, it was adult books. So when you know, it, it takes me to a different world. Yes, it, it gets you away sometimes from from reality. Yes, from the reality of. Of what's going on outside your front door, stuff like that. So books it's an are, escapism. Yeah. Yes, it is, and they always have been for me. Yeah. Um, and and I that's I adore books. I adore reading. I and and I read. My genre is romance, but I'll read any subgenre under romance. Okay. Yeah. Now, when people try to get me to read just straight suspense, it's like, but why ain't no romance in it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh Pam. No, no, no. Now see now see Lisa Regan. They got me to read the Lisa Josie Quinn series by Lisa Regan. Right. So I got up to book ten. Now there's sixteen books in this series. They said, Pam, I said some of those books were stupid. Just like I that. Said, yeah, as I said, some of them were really stupid. Because by the second chapter I knew who did the killing. I knew why. And so why am I gonna finish it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, some of them were stupid. Some of them were good. And 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 my friend, one friend said, "Pam, okay, we can't let you do the um, be a book critic because you have two terms: stupid and idiotic." Yeah, 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 yeah pretty much. And and then sometimes the subject line is like, stupid. It doesn't even make sense. Yeah, and I was like, no, I, I and I have never picked up that uh, book written by that author since then. And no. Harry Potter, I have never read it and never will. Really? No, no. That's interesting. For some reason, I because I, I did pick up the first book, and I think I got to chapter five, maybe six. Uh huh. It's like. I don't care about a kid wizard. No. So, I didn't read it. And my friends are, go ahead, you need to finish the series. You'll like it. No, I won't. I'm telling you guys now. I. It's funny. Young adult books, I can cannot read. I have tried. Honestly, uh -huh. have tried. I, I, I read one for uh, a book group um, um, for the, which one was it? For the Multicultural Affairs Committee, it was National International Native American Month, November. Yes. So we read a book called. Let me see if I can remember the title. It was called the Firestarter. Uh, that no, it wasn't Firestarter. Fire something. I can't remember the title. Right. Uh, Firekeeper's Daughter. That's what it yes. was called. Yes. Very good book. She was a young adult. She was a teenager, but it was a mystery. So the mystery of the book kept me fascinated. The mystery of the story kept me fascinated. And right. the culture, it was set in up upper state New York, way way up at the border between Canada and upstate New York. Right. And I think that's the Iroquois, Iroquois tribe, way, way up there. Mm -hmm. And so that's where it was set. And so it was fascinating to read about the culture of the Native American tribes up there. And she was a uh, um, teenager, but it, to me, and everybody said, but Pam is a young adult novel, but it, it was the mystery of the book that I yeah. found fascinating. 
and the and the interesting information about the Native American the history of the tribe and Native American yes. living because you know and that's what I found fascinating they but she was a teenager I don't care right in that respect that book kept me fascinated through the whole book right but most young adult novels do not they do not keep my attention let me ask you was mm -hmm. it audio or braille it was audio it was audio. it was which one which reader i read it uh from the, the book was from bard but i put it on my stream no i left it on i put actually put it on the nls player okay the the the, the more advanced player because i like that machine i have books on my on a cartridge right now sure um that i well if it if it's a if it, the book is from Bard, I will read them on that machine most of the time. Right. And so, because I do like the sound, the clarity of that machine is awesome. Mm -hmm. Now, if they could only make it smaller, but the clarity of that machine is awesome. And yes. um, I, I love it. And it, it, it did a great job with that book. And I read that book within two days. Really? Mm-hmm. I read it in, in a weekend. Wow. So it, I read it in two days And it, it it just kept me fascinated Every time I had to turn it off I gotta go beat the dog Good thing I turned it off Okay Yeah yeah. <laughs> I gotta yeah. run to the dog out Okay okay sure. Turn it off Yeah so it kept me fascinated um, To me reading in braille I read my phone I can read my phone bill I can, I can Stuff like that I can read in braille When I was involved with the acting group I used to belong to a, a theater group a yes. friend of mine, I would get the script and my friend of mine would put it in Braille for me. Because, again, even though I'm totally blind and have been blind for 22 years, I am still a visual if I, visual reader at times. Right. So, right. to memorize the script, it was easier for me to memorize it reading it in Braille. Okay. Than it was to listen it, to listen to it. If that makes sense. No, it does. It does. Yeah. So I got my scripts in Braille. And what I did was I would mark my lines. So I would mark where, where my character came in. So I was just uh -huh. learning my character lines. So when we went to rehearsals, I knew my lines. And then next person, when they learn their lines, I can come in. So it was easier for me to learn the do the scripts in Braille. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and I learned them much faster. So... In that respect, I can still be brilliant, and I still do, but I can't read it fast enough to sit down and read a book because I get angry. Yeah. Because when yeah. my husband could read probably 200 and something books as fast as, as someone reading in print. Yes. That's how fast he read Braille. Right. Mm -hmm. But that's how fast if they've been reading Braille because he started reading Braille when he was five. Right, four or five, if they they learn how to read it that fast. Now, what what helped you learn Braille quicker? Mm. If anything, you know what what it was is when, when I was I was on the I was on the computer and I used to be reading and and like how do I spell this word? How is and it's like 
What the hell? I had to get back into reading the Braille because I forgot how to spell. Really? If you stop and think about it, when, you, it, the, when you're reading print, you're spelling. Right? Yes. yes. Okay. When you're, when you're listening to it, you're not spelling. You're listening. Yes. Okay. So when I was, when I was reading, reading print, spelling was very, I was, I got A's in spelling all the way through school. I did spelling B's and all kinds of stuff. Uh-huh. But, um, when I lost my sight, I, 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 I almost felt like I lost the ability to, to spell. Yes. Even though I could still spell, I, I, and then finally, I, when Ken was still alive, it'd be how you spell this word, and blah 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 blah, and it's, and it's like that's stupid. So I went back to taking Braille, got my skills, Braille skills back up, and my ability to spell back up, and then, so I can spelling is easy, but what I do is also I believe in spell check because spell check is very important on the computer when you're typing a document, and. I um I used my A device or my G device just to clarify on a word or or, or definition. <laughs> yeah. So well, I didn't want you to go without saying thank you so much. For, you are welcome for being you. Ah, uh, thank, thank you. Thank you so much for being my friend. You are welcome, Victor. Whenever, uh oh, whenever you need to talk, you know how to get in touch with me. I'm around. As I said, she is very inspirational, and I absolutely love her to death. She has um, she has made an impact on my life in ways that she has no idea about. But she's made me feel better about where I can take my life as a blind person. Suffice it to say... Pamela is still out there. She's still doing her work with ACB and CCB. And uh, with any luck, she'll continue to be it and doing it for a long time. And uh, who knows? Maybe we can get her in office and she can actually make changes in the world. So, thanks for listening to us. As I said, if you want to be a part of Meet My Blind Life, you want to tell your story and let other people know that blindness is not the be-all and end-all of life, send us an email, meetmeonblindlife at gmail.com or you can uh, comment on this video on YouTube or on our Facebook page or you can send us a message on our Facebook page and on t or on Twitter at Blind Who's uh, that's B-L-I-N-D W-H-O-S-E at Blind Who's on Twitter you can uh, send us a tweet and uh, we'll get in touch with you as soon as we can Thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next week with another great guest. Bye-bye, everybody. Catch Meet Me every Monday at 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific on Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway? 
Till next week.